Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Faja! Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We're well fed, <clears throat> well refreshed. I don't feel refreshed. Drink, I feel I feel I feel very <laughs> fed. <laughs> okay, good. Very well fed. <laughs> good morning, very listeners. Good. Yes, good morning. Hopefully you're refreshed and well fed mm-hmm. as well. It's good to be with you. And we uh we have not gotten to do this as often as we would like lately, but when we get to do it. We are very, very happy, and hopefully you guys are sticking with us and happy to see Morning Coffee and Mimosas pop up on your... There you go. That's right. <laughs> ...on your podcast page again. That's right. That's right. Should be better after the holidays, but it's been very crazy busy for all of us. Yeah, this year has yeah. been a doozy. I know, but good year at the end, so... Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting year. It's yeah. been There's been a lot of good. It's been a challenging year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, talk, I feel like I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people, I, I don't know, this feels like it's just been a weird year. And maybe it's one of those years where I'm coming to terms with like getting older and time is just feeling like it's You're going faster. I can't even imagine <laughs> how fast time is going for you because I feel like I'm on like three X time. Yeah. You must be just like, do you just blink and the year's gone? Yes. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you're ripe at your ripe age. Uh, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what does it feel like for you? For me, it feels like I don't even have an opportunity to really look forward to things anymore because the second I think, oh, that that's far away, it's here. <laughs> well, this is good because it'll it'll fall into what we're going to talk about today. See, like, it's like Monday, I'll say, oh my God, it's Monday morning and I blink and and then it's Saturday morning and I'm I'm home like, where did the week go? Like, like what and happened? the whole week is just basically an out-of-body exactly. experience exactly. where you're doing all the things and going through all the things and then, you know... Gosh, how do we get better at just being present and slowing down? Well, you do that by being present and slowing down. <laughs> of course. You're very literal with this. <laughs> There's no magic bullet. It's just being present and slowing down. You know, and this is this will all make sense, hopefully, but we didn't even plan this opening. <laughs> we planned We're this to show. We're actually not but... <laughs> sure that any of this is going to make sense. <laughs> I think it makes sense. We're never sure I, that any of this is going to make sense, but I, I, we, we keep faith. <laughs> right. I will say that as I've gotten you know older and stuff, and I really believe that a lot of people think too much about things, and you should just do it. Like so in other words, I really got to stop eating so much. Well, then stop eating so much. You know, I, or I really have to, you know, do whatever. Well, then do whatever. But I think a lot of us like to kind of spiral and think about and what and and then when it comes time to do the thing that we keep saying we don't want to do well that's the hard part because everybody is so fatigued from having thought about it so much (laughs) that they're like you know what i'm just over it (laughs) i'm just gonna eat the damn donut i'm just just like well why don't you stop going to the deli every morning and buying that that you know cream cheese bagel Mm. (laughs) it's like so anyway, but has nothing to do about a cream cheese bagel. There's nothing wrong with a cream cheese bagel. Either, how did you even get to a cream cheese bagel? That's not something that you would eat. No, I can't eat it. But there's someone in my office that every every morning when I go in to see her, 
she, she has, has a cream, a cream cheese, cheese bagel. bagel and i'm like oh god that looks so good <laughs> <laughs> so if you were able to get on gluten for like a 24-hour time span would that be on your bucket list of things to eat well, i don't know about a bucket like, list would, would but her it would cream be... cheese bagel be uh she would buy in danger? one for me. she would buy no <laughs> Give her money every day. And All she'll of a buy sudden, me one. she walks back into her office and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> she assumes it wasn't you because you're gluten free. That, but... that, that happens to the candy bar. So she has it wrong. <laughs> oh man, we've gotten off track. But I know we have. But actually, point... no. But it's actually not not too bad off track. It's not. It, we kind of we kind of did set this up a little bit, a listeners. Little bit. But I have to, to what we're going to talk about, about today about your you calling me old. You know because are you going to agree? Yeah, because I went to the liquor store the other day, and the guy behind the counter carded me. He wanted my driver's license. And when I opened my wallet, a Blockbuster card fell out, and he went, okay, never mind. <laughs> was that a dad joke? Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> that one was a little sneaky. I wasn't sure if that was an original or if that was a dad joke. <laughs> as soon as he saw the Blockbuster card, he's like, yeah, you're old. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I I'm so happy when I get carded places and I feel like yeah. I, I went out with, we had a girl's night, um, Friday night and we all got in line for this one restaurant, like bar that had all Christmas drinks and stuff. And they asked for my ID and like they wouldn't wow. let me in until I gave it to them. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> I think that this is like an insurance liability thing for why you're doing it. Because I've certainly walked up to other places where they're just like, be, I, I pull my ID out and they're like, no, no, go ahead. I'm like, this is rude. Very rude. <laughs> Please tell me I look younger than 21. Please tell me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, um, today, listeners, we I swear we're going to get to it. We've, you know, it's been a while. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot to catch up on yeah, um, right. from a morning coffee mimosas standpoint that's here. Right. We've missed out on some antics week after week. So it's, you know, so we've got to get that out of our you, system. The listeners. But to today it. we're going to talk about something that I think is timely with the holidays uh, literally like around the corner or as we were talking about, like with, you know, my age now and my dad's very, very ripe age. Oh, my God. Um, just a blink and they're going to basically be here and gone. Right. Um, and this is a time of year that there's just so, so much on everybody's plate. Mm -hmm. I, I certainly like feel that overwhelm at times when, you know, like I'm hosting Christmas and we're thinking about all the things that have to happen and it's year end with work and, you know, planning for next year. And you just start to start to kind of get that like overwhelmed to the point where you could, mm -hmm. if you don't regulate it, just feel like you need to just shut down, right? And turn everything off. Right. What we want to talk about today is how do we prevent that? Like, what are things that we could do to make it so that, you know, as you're kind of getting overwhelmed and as that anxiety starts to kick in and so frequently that's happening because we're getting ahead of ourselves, right? Right. Because we're starting to like just picture things in the future or think too far ahead and think about scenarios and challenges and things like that that may or may not actually happen. Right. And so, you're worrying about them already, even though it's down the road. Right. So you have all these competing worries right. in your head about like all the different scenarios and all the different things. And today we're going to talk about the importance of that, like planning and picking that one next thing that has to happen. And like the gift that that can give 
each of us in our lives to free ourselves from the worry and from the constant feeling of like, well, what's next, what's next, what's next to have that plan and just be able to tackle the next thing that has to happen. Right. Do it one step at a time and, and worry about that one step that you're taking, not the, the, the future of 20 steps ahead, what could possibly go wrong. Exactly. Yeah. Because we good. have enough to worry about just with what's right in front of us. We do. Rather we do. than creating things that don't exist. Yeah. And and that's where you're you're 100% right. A lot of the stress comes in. It's about worrying about the future that you can't have any control over because you, if you would just concentrate on what you plan to do and take it one step at a time, you'll get there or you'll get into the right spot whenever, wherever that is. Exactly. So as I was thinking about this and just like looking at the way that I've managed the last few weeks, mm -hmm. um, I think about like the clarity and manageability of things when I like, you can't do this without having a plan. So right. I talk a lot. I don't know if we've talked on the podcast about this before, but, um, a first step for that for me is just doing like when you get to that state of complete overwhelm, just literally brain dumping every single thing on a piece of paper. Right. So it's like out of your head. You don't have to think about it anymore because you've put like every single like all of those fleeting thoughts or the things or the to do list, everything just on a piece of paper so that you could actually like see it in front of you. Right. And, or and then you can organize it into the steps that you need to take in order to accomplish what it is that you have to accomplish in that in that way well right and it's not even the steps right like mm -hmm. once you have everything dumped on paper then you start to realize like what are the things that are actually right in front of me mm -hmm. like what are the things that have to get done and then there's sometimes other things that are just like nagging at you or that pop into your head that are like you know they're not something you have to prioritize. It's something that's, you know, a month out or two months out that you You're don't right. need to be thinking about right now. But You're you right. get nervous when you don't, you know, when when you've got all this stuff in your head, you get nervous that, oh, shoot, am I going to forget that, though? Right. <laughs> it comes back to planning again, like we talk about. And um, many of you may have heard of Zig Ziglar. He passed away a while ago, but he was a fantastic uh, public speaker and sales trainer and all that uh look him up if you don't know who he is but zig ziglar was fantastic we actually met him many years ago and how old he, was i uh it was well let me see it was 20 we met him 23 years ago wow yeah i was just a wee babe you were a wee babe and uh, so you must have been uh what about 13 13 years old or so yeah so anyway he he was famous for talking about the whole idea of when the chaos you have sometimes of everyday life and you're worried about this and worried about that. And he used to say, well, think about when you're going to go on vacation. He said, what do you do when you go on vacation? All of a sudden you say, okay, I booked a vacation on January 2nd. We're heading to, um, we're going to go to Paris, France on vacation. So what do you do? You immediately start to prioritize and you put everything together you know we gotta pack the clothes i gotta have this i have to have that do i have all this and you you map it out and you start to do one step at a time and he said that's what you have to do and i'm paraphrasing him but that's what you have to do 
like with a lot of things, is just plan and then take it one step at a time. Like you can't worry about, will there be traffic at the airport on January 2nd? But people do. They, right. they start going, well, what if there's traffic? What if there's this? What is that? Well, then you set the time, leave an hour earlier than you thought you were going to leave. Mm -hmm. But you booked that in already and then you're set. And that's to your point is that we worry about the future, but mostly we worry about the future because we're too confused and unorganized about the present. Exactly. <laughs> so. And it's it's one of my like, I don't want to say pet peeves because we're all guilty of it at different mm -hmm. times. Yeah, sure. But, you know, if you've ever talked to a person that, you know, is is fixating and, you know, and and really like just clinging to like, I have a friend that. It's natural, right? Like this is just how they are programmed mm -hmm. to like, you know, be they're they're a major planner. They think through things, but they also create issues before they happen. So the conversations that we'll be having will be really not productive because the conversations are about hypotheticals. Yeah. Like, well, what if, you know, it snows on, on Christmas and we can't get to the party? Well, then that's what happens, right? Yeah, like, correct. Correct. You know, like you can't I think part of it is like really thinking about the things that are within our control and, and taking that next, lo next logical step on the thing that's within our control mm -hmm. because we can't control the weather. No, we can, we can do our best to plan and, and, you know, contingencies kind of make for contingencies. Right. Exactly. But at the end of the day, we can only control what we can control. So dwelling and, and thinking about, well, what happens if I have a delayed flight? What, all of these things that you can't predict, you can't control, mm -hmm. it takes precious brain energy that you could be using to be making positive momentum on the things that you can control. Right. That's right. And I think yeah. that's that's the biggest thing that like, what is that one next logical step that you can take on any of the things that are important? Mm -hmm. And don't think much further than that. You've thought as far as you need to think in the planning stage that happens first. That's right. And once you've planned and you've put it on paper and you figure out the things that do need to be your priority, then your your brain is liberated to only think about that next logical step on each thing. You're right. And once you check that next logical step out, then you can decide if yeah. the step that came right after is still the next logical step in order or does that change? And, and the beauty of what you're saying is how many times have you planned something you, you know you want to do something and, and let's not use a vacation or something where you're gonna you're obviously getting on a plane and going somewhere or driving somewhere but think of something that you want a certain outcome and then you worry 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 about that outcome and yet if you're taking every step one step at a time how many times have you noticed that maybe five steps, and I'm, you know, we're we're simplifying this, but five or six steps into it, all of a sudden, the goal you thought you wanted is not really in like realist, either not realistic, or you could have you could surpass it. But you were worrying about something that may or not ha may or may not happen, or could have a better outcome. You have to take each step at a time. And the other thing is, how many times have you gone into work and you said, "I'm, this is great. I got, I'm, I'm doing this, 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 and this today, and I'm getting that done." And then, how many things blew up? <laughs> this problem happened. That happened. Yep. And all that. 
And I know that myself, sometimes it's like I look and, oh my God, everything I wanted to do today completely got shot. And, and you kind of, you're in that state of, wow, now these yeah, new like things. Yeah, like WTF, what happened today? Correct. <laughs> and sometimes you, you can get overwhelmed and start to worry about that future goal or worry about the future. And I try really hard, and it is hard sometimes, because sometimes you just want to throw in the towel like and say, this has been a waste today and it's done. But you have to kind of regroup, to your point, that paper that you wrote down and now nothing is crossed off. <laughs> right. Um, regroup and find that maybe some new opportunities came in or new changes or this or that and play it out that way. But that prevents you from being stressed and nervous about the future because you're handling it one day at a time. Well, and that same point rings mm -hmm. true for dwelling on anything, right? Yes. The dwelling on the past. Because oh, that's true. in that moment, right, when you look at your to-do list or you look at what you had as your priority for that day and mm -hmm. you realize that everything got blown up for whatever reason it is, um, now it's you, you've got to just be like, okay, today wasn't the day and move to, you know, move it to the next day, right? Like move it forward yeah. and just always think in terms of like, okay, what is the next, the first next logical step? And let me take that action because so often, how often like I've been there where, you know, you literally are like defeated at the end of the day yeah. because you're like brain dead and you're looking and you're like, well, that one thing that was so important that I really said I wasn't going to complete this day until I got it done mm -hmm. isn't done. And my brain is just mush right now. So, you know, I'm not going to be much good to actually make progress on this. So like at some point, you kind of just got to give yourself a pass and say, OK, today wasn't the day. Not beat yourself up and just continue to focus on, OK, what is that first next logical step? And just take action on that. Right. But my problem is, I think the last year and a half, I, I've said today wasn't the, the <laughs> Every day. <laughs> no, every day. <laughs> well, at some point that goes back to what did, what did you say when we started? When people are like, oh, you know, I think I'll maybe diet this year. <laughs> I just have to do it. <laughs> just have to do it. Maybe I should start doing it. <laughs> I think like at some point you have to take the action. Like yeah. at some point, maybe day like 364. Let me just make sure you did. Is you it just... bad for the podcast for me to give advice and say like, don't set goals. That way you're never disappointed. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's maybe positive advice for somebody. <laughs> you know, people say, Joe, why are you so happy? I said, because I don't, I don't, I don't set any goals. You have I'm, no I'm expectations not, for I have yourself. no expectations. So I haven't disappointed myself today. <laughs> Have you? Who else have you disappointed, though? Everybody? <laughs> Probably. That's true. Everybody around you. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm happy. What do they say? You know, what other people say about you is none of your business. That's right. <laughs> You're just, like, blissfully ignorant. Like, are you disappointed in me? You are? Yes, oh, that's actually. Right. I'm, I'm happy. It's I am okay. disappointed in yeah. you, Crush. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I kid, I kid. Well, it's like mom is really disappointed with me because I have no sense of direction. Oh, here we go. It's so another dad So I packed up my stuff and... Right. What? Mom was disappointed in me because I have no sense of direction. So I packed myself up and right instead of left. Get it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad if I have to explain the dad joke. I mean, maybe other people got that. I certainly didn't. I have a feeling nobody else got it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
now that everyone's turned the podcast off <laughs> because they were like, wow, you finally got to the meat of your episode. Yeah, I've been tracking our statistics joke. and every time I tell a dad joke, it plummets and then it, then it comes back. It's like, all right, we're going to give them one more try. Oh, a dad joke. Boom. Down. <laughs> it's just really unfortunate because it's hard to even tell when they're coming now. <laughs> like I'm trying to give the listeners an opportunity that they could skip ahead if they wanted, if I could just just let them know that it's it's near but it's i can't near, even yeah we can't i know i can't I've even been, quite predict when they're I've been coming anymore so sophisticated yeah yeah that's my worry is to, is my joke gonna come off well <laughs> well it usually doesn't it does. <laughs> so you can stop worrying about it <laughs> just know that it usually doesn't land <laughs> so on your example of uh you know, worrying about things and worrying about things in the future. And so what would be, what would you say would be step one? Get it? Because we're I talking like about steps. Step one of helping someone to stop worrying about the future so much. Plan for the future. Obviously set goals and all that stuff and have a plan. But what's step one of So I'm going to give you two, mm-hmm. two things that I think are really important for you to be in an, be in a position that you can do that effectively. The first is like what I talked about that just getting that brain dump, because I think mm-hmm. when we're in a state of overwhelm, it's just so important to get things out of our head. I right. mean, I've had that where I wake up in the middle of the night in like a panic and I just, I take my phone out and make a note and put everything down and then I find I can actually sleep. <laughs> okay, good. But so getting it out on mm-hmm. paper, that way you can actually see what you're dealing with and you can start to decide like what's time sensitive, what's not, you know, what, how long will think like all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the, once you've broken out the things that have to get done and you know what those, what the priorities are putting the steps, like what are the actions working backwards from, you know, like your example of a vacation, like Mm -hmm. what are the things that have to happen? That way, you know, what is that first next logical step? Because you have to know what that right first logical step is. Right. So part of it is that groundwork. Right there, not to interrupt you, but that reduces stress when we know what we have to do, not Oh my God, what do I have to do to get, you know? No, it's it's right. literally that, that is like an instant, instant, you will feel like a weight off of your chest, yes. you know, like all of a sudden you're breathing a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. your brain all of a sudden has a little bit more clarity because you've at least gotten things out. And it's not the same of, as complaining because that actually does the opposite. I think right. like if you, instead of taking the time just to to put your, you know, everything that's in your head on paper and prioritize. If instead you decide to call the person that you're used to venting to and just talk about, you know, how overwhelmed you are and all the shit that's, you know, got to get done and bop, 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 that actually will increase your stress rather than decrease it unless you happen to call somebody that's going to like step you through what the first right. next logical step is that you have to do. I, I think that's actually dangerous, like mm-hmm. to over over vent and over complain right. about things without like it being productively moving you in the right direction. Good point. The other thing that is important to do is to not make assumptions, um, because I think a lot of where our future thoughts and future anxieties come from is from us making assumptions about how somebody else is going to take or react to something that we're sharing 
or something that's happening or something that, you know, is going to be presented, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Right. Sometimes we create scenarios in our head um, that that challenge, you know, and, and where we're making assumptions about how somebody else is going to receive something or react to something. That's not positive because until you know, okay, the number one thing I think to do in that situation is really think big picture about, okay, what is it that, like, let's say that it was, let's say that it's a, a situation where I'm selling you something, dad, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. You've got, um, you met with a, a sales team, right? And you explained a challenge that you have. Right. They're coming back with a proposal or some kind of a solution. Well, they can get back from their team something that they're not sure if it's going to, you know, oh, do I... But I think if they're thinking big picture, what was the ask? What was the situation? And does, you know, does this meet what was asked for? Mm -hmm. If the answers to all of that is yes, you you could say all of this meets what was being asked for, Mm -hmm. then how you're going to respond to it is going to be how you're going to respond to it, right? Right. So I don't know if that's a good example. No, no. But but my point is like so often... We in our head get anxious about how somebody else is going to respond to something. If we're confident in what we've put out and we think big picture about what was ultimately the goal or Mm -hmm. outcome of what we're talking about, then we need to just like wait for the feedback in order to take that next logical step. and, And focus again to your point about one step at a time. Now move on and focus on what you have to do for the next prospect or for this project or whatever you have to do. Right, focus on what you can control. get it out of your head because you can't control it. It's like worrying about the weather. I have have people all the time that are like, oh, I I think our pricing is going to be too high. I'm like, well, why do you think that? I just, I I don't know, it it feels high or that margin feels high. And then it's like, okay, well, have the conversation. Let's see how you, until you have those conversations, until you... You know, mm-hmm. and do our due diligence. Yes, right. Try and put and, our best foot and forward. And be prepared for the objection, and or be, be prepared, prepared, but th- but don't dwell on it. But and we, because that's something we can't control right. until we have some kind. You need some kind of like feedback, right? Yes. So that's probably yes. a better example of yeah. just sometimes we create these barriers in our head where where we create a lot of anxiety and swirl and mm-hmm. angst. Um, anticipating something. And then all of a sudden you get into this meeting and they're like, oh, this looks great. You guys are super competitive. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so all of that swirl, right, was for what? Was for, for naught, as if, you know. Right. We yeah. make ourselves sick over something. We could have been focusing on something proactive that we can control, which in that case would be, how are we going to communicate this to the customer? You know, mm-hmm. how do we, you know, wrap this with as much value as we can so that they see the, the value in it? Like, how right. do we... How do we think about, you know, what it is they ask for so we make sure that it's aligned rather than just dwelling on, oh, God, I think that they're going to think this is too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. No, that's excellent. Excellent. This was good. So I'm no longer worried about tomorrow. Good. Are yeah. you worried about yesterday? No, because I screwed up yesterday, so I'll just, you know. <laughs> let that go no. can i can i just um this is totally totally unrelated but we were talking a little bit about being old before <laughs> no you were talking about being old before <laughs> well i i've assumed you had just you're just always talking about being old right just on un- subliminally <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so anyway 
uh, I recently watched Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Like uh-huh. Brett, Brad and oh, really? I watched them yeah. together, like just as kind of getting into the holiday season. And I hadn't I haven't watched that in quite some time. And, you know, watching it, you see like the mom in Home Alone and I think, you know, I always thought she was old, right? <laughs> well, come to find out she was 36 years old, which is how old I am right. when she was filmed in that movie. And, right. and now I'm like. I am officially old because I am the same age of the mom in Home Alone and Home Alone 2. It's so true. It's so true when you're when you're when you're young, everybody is like, you know, oh my god, so old, so old. But I still think she's old. like watching it, I'm like, oh wow, the mom's old. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm literally like this is like I'm about, I, I'll be older than her soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, totally off tangent, but it's Christmas season and we're talking you. about stress overwhelm and that had me rocked a little bit. So yeah. I don't know if anybody else, um, anybody else feels that, but the mom in Home Alone 2 was 36 years old, Catherine O'Hara and wow. yeah. So I, you know, I, I usually feel how quite old, young. How many but years ago was that movie made? I don't know exactly find out okay because she's probably my age now <laughs> well yeah no now she's you know now she's you old but <laughs> but yeah so yeah. anyway thanks this for being good. with us listeners yeah, thank you so much i know this we was... kind of went all over the place to come back to something but I, we feel pretty passionate about this topic and yeah but it was a good example of being all over the place then writing it down <laughs> and then taking exactly. it one step at a time we kind of did that <laughs> exactly so as you Very go about good. your holiday season we both hope that this is as stress-free and enjoyable as possible and we know that it will help you get there if you just tackle that next first logical step right and tell a couple dad jokes because that'll just lighten the lighten the load a little bit or we're depressed unless you're me and just (laughs) (laughs) if you liked what you heard (laughs) listeners please like subscribe share with a friend follow the podcast so that when we do drop our new episodes you always get the alert that's correct wherever you are whatever your story thanks for spending time with us this morning now go and make a difference in your world I have one more. No more, Dad. No more. Mom it better said be I holiday sh- themed. Mom said I should do lunges to stay in shape. That would be a big step forward for me. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the holidays, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>